Hello and welcome to episode two of Fireside Stories. My name is Mac and I'll be your host today. We'll be traveling to the blustery forest of the Hundred Acre Woods. Grab your favorite cup of coffee and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's story comes to us from the classic book of Winnie the Pooh, in which we are introduced to Winnie the Pooh and some bees, and the story begins. Once upon a time, a very long time ago now, about last Friday, Winnie the Pooh lived in a forest all by himself under the name of Sanders. One day, He was out walking and he came to an open place in the middle of the forest and in the middle of this place was a large oak tree and from the top of the tree there came a loud buzzing noise. Winnie the Pooh sat down at the foot of the tree, put his head between his paws and began to think. First, he said to himself, that buzzing noise means something. You don't get a buzzing noise like that, just buzzing and buzzing, without it meaning something. If there's a buzzing noise, somebody's making a buzzing noise. And the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know of is because you're a bee. Then he thought another long time and said, and the only reason for being a bee that I know of is making honey. And then he got up and said, And the only reason for making honey is so that I can eat it. So he began to climb the tree. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed. And as he climbed, he sang a little song to himself. And it went a little something like this. Isn't it funny how bears like honey buzz, buzz, buzz. I wonder why he does. Then he climbed a little further, and a little further, and then just a little further. By that time, he had thought of another song. It's a very funny thought that if bees were bears, they'd build their nest at the bottom of trees. And that being so, if the bees were bears, we shouldn't have to climb up all these stairs. He was getting rather tired by this time, so that is why he sang a complaining song. He was nearly there now, and if he just stood on that branch, crack! Oh, help! said Pooh as he dropped ten feet onto the branch below him. If only I hadn't, he said, as he bounced twenty feet on to the next branch. Oof! You see, what I meant to do, he explained, as he turned head over heels and crashed on to another branch thirty feet below. Oof! What I meant to do? Of course, it was rather, he admitted, as he slithered very quickly through the next six branches. It all comes, I suppose, he decided, as he said goodbye to the last branch, spun around three times, and flew gracefully into a gorse bush. Plop! Oh, it all comes of liking honey so much. Oh, help! He crawled out of the gorse bush, 
brushed the prickles from his nose and began to think. And the first person he thought of was Christopher Robin. So Winnie the Pooh went round to his friend Christopher Robin, who lived behind a green door in another part of the forest. Good morning, Christopher Robin, he said. Good morning, Winnie the Pooh, he said. I wonder if you've got such a thing as a balloon about you. A balloon? Yes, I just said to myself coming along, I wonder if Christopher Robin has such a thing as a balloon about him. I just said it to myself, thinking of balloons and wondering. What do you want a balloon for, you said. Winnie the Pooh looked round to see that nobody was listening, put his paw to his mouth and said in a deep whisper, Honey. But you don't get honey with balloons. I do, said Pooh. Well, it just happened that you had been putting a party together the day before at the house of your friend Piglet, and you had balloons at the party. You had had a big green balloon, and one of Rabbit's relations had a big blue one, and had left it behind, being really too young to go to a party at all. And so you had brought the green one and the blue one home with you. Which one would you like, you asked Pooh. He put his head between his paws and thought very carefully. Think, think, think. It's like this, he said. When you go after honey with a balloon, the great thing is not to let the bees know that you're coming. Now, if you had a green balloon, they might think that you were only part of the tree and not notice you. And if you had a blue balloon, they might think that you were only part of the sky and not notice you. And the question is, which is most likely? Wouldn't they notice you underneath the balloon, you asked? They might, or they might not, said Winnie the Pooh. You never can tell with bees. He thought for a moment and said, I shall try to look like a small black rain cloud. That will deceive them. Then you'd better have the blue balloon, you said. And so it was decided. Well, you both went out with the blue balloon and you took your pop gun with you, just in case, as you always did. And Winnie the Pooh went to a very muddy place that he knew of and rolled and rolled until he was black all over. And then when the balloon was blown up as big as big and you and Pooh were both holding on to the string, you let go suddenly and Pooh Bear floated gracefully up into the sky and stayed there, level with the top of the tree and about 20 feet away from it. Hooray, you shouted. Isn't that fine? Shouted Winnie the Pooh down to you. What do I look like? Uh, like a bear holding on to a balloon, you said. Not, said Pooh anxiously. Not like a small black rain cloud in a blue sky? Uh, not very much. Ah, uh, well, perhaps from up here it looks different. And, as I say, you never can tell with bees. There was no wind to blow him near to the tree, so there he stayed. He could see the honey. He could smell the honey. But he couldn't quite reach the honey. 
and after a while he called down to you, Christopher Robin, he said in a loud whisper. Hello, I think the bees suspect something. What sort of thing? I don't know, but something tells me they're suspicious. Perhaps they think that you're after their honey. It may be that. You never can tell with bees. There was another little silence, and then he called down to you again. Christopher Robin! Yes? Do you have an umbrella in your house? I think so. I wish you would bring it out here and walk up and down with it and look up at me every now and then and say, Tut, tut, it looks like rain. I think if you did that, it would help with the deception that we are practicing on these bees. Well, you laughed at yourself, silly old bear. But you didn't say it aloud because you were so fond of him and you went home for your umbrella. Oh, there you are called down Winnie the Pooh as soon as you got back to the tree. I was beginning to get a little anxious. I've discovered that the bees are now definitely suspicious. Shall I put my umbrella up, you said? Yes, but uh, wait a moment. We must be practical. The important bee to deceive is the queen bee. Can you see which one is the queen bee from down there? No. A pity. Well now, if you walk up and down with your umbrella saying, Tut, tut, it looks like rain. I shall do what I can by singing a little cloud song, such as a cloud might sing. Go. So, while you walked up and down and wondered if it would rain, Winnie the Pooh sang this song. How sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue Every little cloud always sings aloud how sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue it makes him very proud to be a little cloud and the bees were still buzzing as suspiciously as ever some of them indeed left their nest and flew all around the cloud as it began the second verse of this song and one bee sat down on the nose of the cloud for a moment and then got up Christopher out, Robin, called out the cloud. Yes, I've just been thinking, and I've come to a very important decision. These are the wrong sort of bees. Are they? Quite the wrong sort, so I should think that they should make the wrong sort of honey. Shouldn't you? Uh, would they? Yes, so... I think I shall come down. How? you asked. Now Winnie the Pooh hadn't thought about this. If he let go of the string, then he would fall. Boom! And he didn't like the idea of that. So he thought for a long time, and then he said, Christopher Robin, you must shoot the balloon with your pop gun. Have you got your pop gun? Of course I had, you said. But if I do that, it'll spoil the balloon, you said. But if you don't, said Pooh, I shall have to let go, and that would spoil me. When you put it like this, 
you saw how it was, and you aimed very carefully at the balloon and fired. Ow! said Pooh. Did I miss? you asked. You didn't exactly miss, said Pooh, but you missed the balloon. Oh, I'm so sorry, you said, and you fired again. And this time you hit the balloon, and the air came out slowly, and Winnie the Pooh floated down to the ground. But his arms were so stiff from holding onto the string of the balloon all that time that they stayed up straight in the air for more than a week. And whenever a fly came and settled on his nose, he had to blow it off. And I think, but I'm not sure, that that is why he's always called Pooh.